Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Customers are number one. Customer service has to be number one. Just to, being okay and being good is not enough. You have to be great to succeed. Best ever listeners, before we get into today's episode, I want to mention Door Devil. You know know what? I need to mention Door Devil. I need to mention Door Devil to you. It's not just a want. It's a need because you need this. Door Devil, quite simply, defends your home against kick-in burglary attacks. They happen frequently. There are 1.4 million homes that are broken into every year, and a lot of them are done through kick-ins. If you've got a home security system, then props to you. I'm glad you've got that, and that's important. But it doesn't prevent the bad people from kicking in your door, whether it's your front door, your back door, your side door. You need something like the Door Devil, and Door Devil is the best in the business when it comes to providing proof that it works. You can go to doordevil.com and even watch a video with Terry Bradshaw talking about it. And you can see how it works. It's a very simple product to install. But if you're not into that, then you can just hire a handy person and they can they can install it for you. Very simple. Put it inside the door frame of your front door, your back door, every door you have. And you can defend your home against the kick-in burglary attacks. It's needed. In addition, this is my brother's company. So it's near and dear to my heart. And because it's my brother's company, I'm able to offer you an exclusive discount because he was so kind to do so. You can go when you check out your uh, purchase at doordevil.com and there's going to be a little field. You enter the word best ever, no space, just one word, best, B-E-S-T-E-V-E-R, and you'll get a 20% discount on your purchase. So go to doordevil.com, go buy it, enter best ever and secure your home against kick-in burglary attacks. There are so many testimonials on the website. You can read them from police officers, from a woman who is being, uh, her house is being attacked from an enraged ex-husband, and the door devil defended that attack. Uh, He didn't get in. There's like 20 different testimonials from police officers on the door devil. Go buy it. Defend your home against burglary kick-in attacks. Go to doordevil.com and enter the word best ever whenever you check out and you'll get 20% off on your purchase. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluffy stuff 
and we only talk about the best advice that moves your business forward. We've spoken to Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank, Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Tom Wheelwright. He used to work with Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I don't think they work together anymore, but he gave some great advice. He used to be the CPA for Robert Kiyosaki. He gave great advice on 1031 exchanges and um, self-directed IRA investing. So go check out that episode. And with us today, we have a very experienced broker in the West Palm Beach area who's going to talk to us all about how she works with investors in that area, as well as her background and experience. How are you doing? Tracy Copeland. Hi, Joe. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing very well, and welcome to the show. And a little bit about Tracy, and then she'll get into it. She is a broker owner and founder of the residential real estate brokerage called Copeland and Company Real Estate. She has been in the industry for 15 years and has done over 450 transactions as a real estate agent broker. She's in West Palm Beach, Florida, and you can say hi to her and uh, learn more about her company at copelandcompany.com. With that being said, Tracy, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? I actually own an independent brokerage in one of the most competitive real estate markets for investors, which is Palm Beach County. I have been in real estate for 15 years. I started out working for some of the top real estate attorneys in Palm Beach County, just trying to get some experience in real estate because I did have a passion for it. After years of doing title insurance, I decided to open my own title insurance company with two partners. After that, I got my real estate license and wanted to basically just learn the other side of the deal. Last year, I got my brokerage license and opened my own independent real estate brokerage then. And it's been fabulous. When you look at title insurance and you had two partners where you opened that up and now you're over what you said about a year, you've had your company. Describe the differences in your day between title insurance with two partners and now you know doing your, your own brokerage and doing real estate. Well, uh, I think with the real estate broker versus title insurance, I mean, I'm tied down to the desk uh, with title insurance and being a closer. Now that I have my own real estate brokerage company, I'm putting out fires, I'm sealing the deal, I'm running around kind of looking at properties, uh, meeting with clients at my office, uh, meeting on site with all different partners and and different things like that out in the field. So it's very different. When you look at the lessons that you've learned over the course of the title insurance company uh, and what you're applying from those lessons to what you're doing now, what are those lessons that you learned that you're applying? Well, I did realize that after working with some of the top real estate attorneys, I gained all the experience. I realized I can do this and I can probably do it better. So I did. And I faced my fear, realized I can go out on my own and really succeed and challenge myself and push myself, which is exactly what I did in title. Then when I decided to go ahead and get my brokerage license then and open my own company, it was a bold move, especially in our area. It's super competitive, but I knew I could do it. I knew I could succeed and I could do something that's not out there currently. And so far, so good. It's been amazing. Specifically, kind of on a tactical level, what are some skills that you honed in the title insurance industry that you now see yourself using in your job as a broker? I think the number one thing is customer service. I cannot say that enough. It's just been 
the base for all my relationships, even in title when I started. I had a huge following when I was working for real estate attorneys that basically just followed me over to the title company. So I kept those relationships, focused on those and giving a high level of customer service. After that, you know, when I opened my brokerage, that's the number one thing I teach is customers are number one. Customer service has to be number one just to being okay and being good is not enough. You have to be great to succeed. And customer service is number one. And that's the number one thing I teach everybody. And I don't think anybody would disagree that customer service is certainly of you know the utmost importance. What specifically do you do that stands out from a customer service standpoint? With realtors, I think, and you know, there's some that kind of just do enough, or a lot of in in in, this, in the industry you're in. Um, I always go an extra level if it's where I need to meet a customer, I need to meet a contractor. If bricks need to be removed, I had today where I was actually out at a property and we had an issue where we had to move bricks from one to the other to get it done. We're on a timeline. We were crunching. I literally had somebody over there and waited and was outside for that to get done. So I'm just hands on. I mean, I wasn't literally moving the bricks with my hands, but I was making sure things were getting done. I wasn't leaving to chance. I wasn't giving to somebody else to do. And my customers know Number one, that it will get done. We'll get to the table. We will close, and there's typically they won't have any issues if it's in my hands. So let's switch gears a little bit. You said that this market is one of the most competitive real estate markets for investors. Mm-hmm. What type of investors are you working with, and what are their goals? We have a lot of out of the country investors from all over the country to out of the country. Some that will fly in for the day take a look at properties, which is very intensive. I've got to analyze the market, speak with them, spend some time up in the upfront time, do my homework, find out exactly what their needs are first. And that takes a lot of preparation, a lot of questions, finding exactly what the goals are for the investor, and then actually finding that, meeting some properties that match their goals. They'll fly in probably in the morning, go over that, have a plan, go out all day, you know, could see 10 properties that that meet their goals. And by the end of that day, we're writing an offer on something. And then they're usually flying out from Miami that night. So it's fast paced. But if you know exactly what your client's looking for, you can deliver. So that's typically my kind of investor that comes in and out in my area with Palm Beach. How do you find them? Usually online. We have a really great web presence online and the Zillow and a couple of the other avenues that we are uh, advertising on and marketing on. I do have a great website, great marketing director that handles that. So we do get a lot of traffic through there. Pro, you know, reviews are important as well. All of those things matter. Then they see that, okay, she knows what she's doing. She's got experience. Have that first call, spend some time doing the homework, asking them what they need and then go from there. When they arrive, they just touch ground from their trip. They are now there in the morning. You're walking up to them. What do you hand them, if anything, that you prepared based on what they're needing? It depends on the client and exactly where we're at. If it, I always will meet in my office first. We do go through properties online and usually on the the TV and on the big screen just to make sure I'm exactly where I need to be with their goals to get the okay. I'll usually hand them some important facts of the community, 
if it's a certain neighborhood that I have them in or downtown area, kind of what the growth of it, what's coming, staying on top of all of that, the new developments, public access, all of that matters. I will have all of that data for them. So they're very, you know, they know exactly what they're looking at when we go. Some information on the buildings that we would go look at if it's downtown, it's high rises, bullet points, brief, and then we just go from there. We hit, we hit the street and go look at properties. And what are their goals typically? Their goals, uh, to, typically it's cash flow. They want something to a good purchase price, of course, something with uh, low carrying costs, but uh, cash flow to keep and a good investment to at least keep for probably five years to have a good return on that money. They're making cash flow from West Palm Beach investment properties? Yes, they are. What, yeah. what are the numbers on one of them? Downtown West Palm Beach, we can range from 1800 a month for a one-bedroom condo going up depending on where we're at. If it's we're in Palm Beach, uh, closer to the water, you could be anywhere up to 2800 depending on if it's an ocean view or water view or city view. How much does that $1,800 a month for one-bedroom condo cost? $150,000 was my last investor that I got him for. $150,000 for the condominium for $1,800 a month. What type of costs are there from a condominium st- uh, standpoint? Are any any major ones? Well, with the condominiums, uh, you know, they have the bells and the whistles condominiums that have, you know, the rooftop pools, the valet, uh, the full luxury. Those are not who I would put my investors to typically just because the carrying costs are too high. So we have some of the middle of the road, which the condo dues could range probably the high of 270 a month, keep it pretty low, tops 300, which include everything but electric. So the tenant would play electric and then everything else is included in the condo. In that example with the $150,000 purchase, what were the condo fees a month? That one was about $250 a month, condo dues, included everything but uh, the electric in that fee. Everything but the electric. So water, Mm -hmm. uh, cable, cable, got it. Insurance. Okay. It's still pretty tight with 250 a month from an investor standpoint. What historically has that place been worth and where's the market going? Well, it's going up and it's going up fast just because we don't have a lot of inventory in Palm Beach County or West Palm Beach. It is a seller's market. There's not a lot. So when it does come on, it does go pretty fast. So this property probably next year will you probably won't even be able to touch this building for under, you know, 210, 220 for a one bedroom for the same unit that I got him. And there's still some foreclosures in the building. So there's still some pretty good deals that you can, you can find. Interesting. When you speak to the investors and you're asking them what they're looking for, are there any items that they want to get out of the purchase that you tell them, Hey, this just based on this market is just not realistic. With the market and how it's turning so fast, investors are coming in quickly. They're scooping up properties quickly. It's not what it even was a year ago. So I'm always like, just act quickly, make a move, pull the trigger because there won't be much. I would think on their expectations, um, no. I mean, when with downtown West Palm Beach, uh, most condos and condo dues, I mean, they go up, up into the five to $600 depending on the building. So, and the amenities and all that, but it's pretty straightforward with what they will include in that dues with uh, 
everything but electric with, with that amount. Tracy, what's your best advice ever for real estate investors? My best advice would be to align yourself with a local realtor that is very knowledgeable in the area and the market you're looking at. A good realtor will find you properties. A great realtor will tell you where the next great investment area will be. If it's a sleeper neighborhood that maybe a lot of realtors don't even know about, a local realtor will know the areas and the up and coming realtor in the areas and the neighborhoods. So align yourself with a local realtor that just knows that area inside and out. What are some up and coming areas in your market? Oh, we have a lot. We have the east side of West Palm Beach where my brokerage is. It's over in the historic area with El Cid neighborhood, Flamingo Park, Grandview Heights, so-so. There's a bunch of different amazing little pocket neighborhoods and it is so up and coming. It's just, it's turning so fast. I'm just needing so many more listings just to keep up with all the buyers I have. It's just a great area and it's just moving super quick. And what's an area that's not moving super quick that you can foresee being up and coming? That's, you know, because clearly those are heated right now already. Yeah. So what's one step removed from that? I would say the more south end of West Palm Beach, um, even in the, uh, like, the more out, the, when you expand out of West Palm Beach in that historic area, the, also the surrounding little neighborhoods, nobody's even looking at those yet. That's that next neighborhood that they will be moving to. And it'll be just like Grandview Heights and Flamingo Park in those areas where you won't be able to touch them in five years. So those are the areas that are surrounding it that no one's really even looking at. You said more south end of West Palm Beach. What is there? Are they called something? A couple? Yeah, of Yeah, it's College Park, which is in that area. We also have um, the Dotto, which is another great little sleeper neighborhood, historic area um, that not a lot of buyers are looking in yet. But that's where I direct anybody and they want to get a good investment they want it cheap right now that it's going to be hitting in five years that's where you need to move what's driving that growth just that there's not enough uh it's moving out of downtown west palm beach in that historic area so it's just growing outward so this is that surrounding little pocket neighborhoods that will be next you ready for the best ever lightning round yes go all right first a quick word from our best ever partners do you need more leads for your real estate business and do you need a platform to help you get those leads well danny johnson previous best ever guest episode 294 has exactly the solution for you best ever listeners go to leadpropeller.com and that's gonna help you well get more leads he's got a website service that you can sign up for it's a money back guarantee for the first 30 days so no risk involved leadpropeller.com you can also click the link in the show notes page and that will take you right there best ever book you've read the conversion code by chris smith why is that the best ever great book of great little immediate plan of actions that you can implement in your business immediately hmm, neat Best ever personal growth experience and what did you learn from it? Oh, I would say opening up my own title company and brokerage. I learned that take a risk, go out on a limb, do it. You can get it done and uh, you'll be super successful at it. On the conversion code, what's one thing that you implemented that was in the book? Follow up, follow up, follow up. Were you not following up before? 
I was, but this really reminded me that I need to follow up better and to have a quick response to all the online leads realtors get. You're gonna get a ton, but it's hard to get them to actually call you back. So they send you an inquiry. They want a, you know, information, and then you can't get them on the phone half the time. This book really tells you what to say and how to get them to call you back and how to pique their interest. How do you get them to call you back and pique their interest? Because I imagine it's a voicemail. Yeah, you do. And I always get voicemails, which is super frustrating, but follow-up is key. I can sometimes try someone for seven times and finally get them and they say, I'm really glad you kept calling and you were the only realtor that kept calling me. So they love that. So keep calling, get over your fear of trying, you know, being annoying, uh, just follow up and leave a voicemail and give them a little, I have some great information to share with you on this property. Give me a call back as soon as you can. You'll get a call. Cool. Tease them a little bit. Pique yeah. curiosity. Pique their interest. They'll yeah. love it. Love it. Okay. Best ever deal you've been a part of? I found, this is recently, I've had some a lot of great deals, but this is one that I loved. It. Uh, I had a client that was very specific. So I was having a really hard time finding them properties. Uh, they wanted a certain specific kind of house, the certain needs, and there was nothing on the market. And I say nothing, nothing. So I really pinpoint the exact neighborhood they loved. There was a few, but I had about three, really picked the one that was their top favorite. And I called every house that matched that criteria. I cold called every one of them and I found their house. I found it, I got the seller to let us in. They saw the house, we closed a week ago and it wasn't even on the market. So it was wow. fine. Yeah. That's awesome, congratulations. <laughs> how, many, how many houses did you call? I called probably 20 houses and didn't get anybody. And let me tell you, Joe, this house that I just knew that it was three car garage, there's not many of those uh, around. And I just knew and I kept looking at the pictures going, okay, uh, you know, an old listing, it was on the market years ago. I said, I guarantee this is it. I called this seller probably 15 times and she never called me back. One Saturday she called me back. I told her, I said, hey, I've got a buyer. I've got to get in your house. I know they'll love it. Do you mind if you come take a look? 10 minutes, it's all I need. Sure enough, we were over there in an hour and we closed. <laughs> well, for the previous 20, what did you tell them? Well, what I do tell them, and now I've implemented this in my uh, strategy for finding homes for buyers that are not on the market, especially in a tight market. This is another great tip. Listen, agents, finding a home on the market or investors, that's fine. But really finding homes that aren't on the market, that's key. And that's what sets you apart from everybody else. And that gets you the great deals on top of it. So um, I, I called them. I called everyone. I said, hi, I know you don't know me, but I'm Tracy Copeland, Copeland Company Real Estate. I have a buyer that loves your neighborhood. They want a house exactly like yours. I'd love to take a look at it to see if it's something that'll fit their needs. Do you mind if I come out? Most of them, some hang up, some say I don't want to sell, but those don't really matter. The only one that matters is the one that says, yes, come on out. And sure enough, they did. <laughs> persistence. Yes, yes, Lots, lots yes. of persistence. Absolutely. What's the best ever way you like to give back? Well, we have a few ways that we do. My most important give back is my husband and I um, lost our firstborn baby uh, about a year ago. And it just, it, it changed everything in our lives and our shift and our goals at that moment. It just was 
a huge change. At that point forward, I knew I wanted to do something for the community, for what we went through. I wanted to give back to the experience we had. So now I work with local hospitals and their maternity wards, and I help with the nurses and kind of give them the mother's side and experience that we went through. And also I started a support group. So uh, I didn't have that support when I needed it. So I felt like there was a huge loss in the community. So I said, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create this and see what I can do to help. So that's how I get back. <laughs> Yeah, I bet I bet you've you've gotten uh, a lot of positive response from those individuals you've influenced during their time of whenever that happens, and you've helped uh, kind of help them through that, haven't you? Yeah, it was um, amazing because uh, it's infant loss and stillbirth is so not uh, shared, and I think women are, you know, ashamed, and it's kind of a stigma. So I I felt like it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, give back and be there for the other parents and share that experience with the other parents that so need it. And it helps, you know, and I think it makes it all better. And that makes me feel better. So <laughs> what's what would you say is the biggest mistake you've made in real estate so far? Oh, boy, I mean, there's plenty of mistakes. Uh, I think my biggest mistake was when I started out is not having the confidence because you don't have the experience. And I think speaking as a woman and is you're a little more timid and you don't want to bother people, get over that and get over it quickly. I made a lot of mistakes because of lack of confidence. Get out there, knock on a door. I do it now. If I have a buyer that wants a property, I will call. I'll even show up at a house. So um, I think confidence and um, my biggest mistake was just not being confident in myself when I needed to be. And what's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? They can reach me at copelandcompany.com on my website or they can call or email me at 561-376-0985 or my email's on my website. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for being on the show and talking about your evolution in your real estate (laughs) career. From, you know, when, when you were working at a title insurance company with attorneys and you started your own, now you've got your own brokerage and the, yeah, you know, I think it's clear the kind of the, the persistence that you have had in your career certainly showing up in your real estate endeavors now and the 20 phone call and then you, know, <laughs> you make it happen example. And then also, uh, I love the specific tips on getting the individuals, the prospects to return your call by being very short and sweet and a little bit cryptic uh, mm-hmm. with, Hey, I got it. I've got some great information for you. And in one time you called them seven times, you're the only one who did that. And it's, it's, you know, <laughs> this business, it's, it's so funny because I, every, I, I say this many times, you know, everyone's looking for like that secret recipe and what's yeah. like the, you know, un- unlock the, the mystery of how to be successful. Well, it's just persistence and doing the right thing over and over and over and over again. And I'm glad that you educated me on West Palm Beach. I did not think that properties would cash flow. I'd still have to run the numbers with the condo costs with $250 a month, but I didn't think you could buy something for that inexpensive in that area. And then also talking about College Park and those other places that you think the growth is going. So thank you so much for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day. Is there anything else you want to mention to the listeners before we sign off? No. um, Great. Thanks for having me on. And I really enjoyed myself. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Joe.
Do you need more leads for your real estate business? And do you need a platform to help you get those leads? Well, Danny Johnson, previous best ever guest, episode 294, has exactly the solution for you, best ever listeners. Go to leadpropeller.com and that's going to help you, well, get more leads. He's got a website service that you can sign up for. It's a money-back guarantee for the first 30 days, so no risk involved. Leadpropeller.com. You can also click the link in the show notes page, and that will take you right there.